Hey there, and welcome back to the CEO Shift Podcast. I'm Jen, your host, and I am going to be talking about your systems today. Now, wait, come, come, wait, stop. Before you hang up on me, because you have heard me talk about systems in the past, probably on the Success Beyond the Lens podcast, this is going to be a little different. Today, we're going to be talking about why this isn't just your CRM, not just your Dubsado, not just your HoneyBook. We're going to go beyond that with your systems. So let's get rolling. If you followed me for any length of time with my Success Me on the Lens brand, the agency, that podcast, Instagram, all the things, then you know that I'm a big time systems girly. You know that I believe that systems are the backbone of your business. But something that I haven't talked a lot about on that side or in that agency or in that podcast is how your systems go well beyond your CRM. It's not just how you have your Dubsado set up. It's not just how you have your HoneyBook set up or whatever your other client relationship management tool is. When you're running a six-figure, multi-six-figure, seven-figure business, there are so many systems you need to have in order to run that business efficiently. And yes, your CRM is a part of it, But I've had so many episodes on that. So today we're not going to talk about the CRM. Today we're going to talk about your other systems. And I want to tie in your home management system too. Now, I am not a home management expert. So one of my favorite house management podcasts is Mother Like a Boss with Kendra Hennessy. That is a podcast that I listen to off and on whenever... I feel like my systems in my home could use some sprucing up or I'm wanting just some motivation from another work from home mama. Kendra built an incredible business helping people learn how to manage their home. So it's cleaning, it's organization, it's all of those things. I'm not going to go into a lot of detail there because I'm not a home management expert, but When I'm talking about systems, most of us are working from home. A lot of us are running our six, multi-six, and seven-figure businesses from an office in our house. So it can be very, very easy for us to be distracted, to be pulled away, to be interrupted, all of those things because you aren't leaving your home and heading into an office where they're isn't laundry piled up on your kitchen table or there isn't dinner or lunch being that needs to be made because you have kids at home. Or I mean, even even my friends that don't have kids at home, but run their businesses from home, they have dogs. And sometimes like the dogs interrupt the work day. <laughs> you know, so it's it's all of those little things. And one of the things I want to help you accomplish is finding that balance between your work and your life. And that includes the systems that you use in your home and in your business. So the first system I want to kind of challenge you to think through is, and it's less of a system, more of a routine, is your morning process, your morning routine. And I want you to think about what you want your ideal morning to look like. If you are an early bird and you want to get up and jump into work because your prime working hours are between like 6 a.m. and 10 a.m., then hop to it. If you need a minute to warm up, to 
kind of ease yourself into the day, that's totally fine too. Whatever your ideal morning is, I want you to create a system to make it achievable. So personally for me, I have my mornings back for the first time in almost six years. Now that our son has started kindergarten, my husband can take him to school in the mornings and I don't necessarily have to be as involved in the mornings. Every now and again, I'll, you know, I'll make breakfast or I'll help our son get ready. So like it's one less thing that my husband has to do, but my husband is fully capable of managing that, managing that on his own and he does it well. So I'm able to stay in bed a little longer. And then when they leave, I get up, I make some coffee. And then typically I will go and read a book or I'll journal or I'll work on the book that I'm writing, whatever I feel like doing that day. What that has allowed me to do is really go into my day slowly and just kind of enjoy some time to myself before my workday kicks off. Some ways that I've made that happen is I hate waking up to an alarm. So I bought, it's a, it's not a hatch, but it's like a hatch knockoff that I got on Amazon for like 40 bucks. And it slowly illuminates my side of the bed and it starts playing really pretty nature sounds. And I get to wake up calmly and softly versus like my husband's alarm that goes off. It's like, wah, 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 wah. Like, it's the worst way to wake up. It's like a jolt of electric shock to your system first thing in the morning. So that was the first thing I did. And then I moved my phone into the bathroom so that I'm not reaching for it. The very first thing I, you know, it's not the very first thing I'm I'm doing or reaching for when I wake up. And that helps a lot too. It helps you go into a space of whatever you want your morning to look like intentionally instead of so often you pick up your phone and it's like muscle memory. You automatically check the news, the weather, your social media channels, your email, your Voxer, your Slack. And and before you've even had a chance to brush your teeth or have a cup of coffee, you've been bombarded with 10 questions and terrible news stories and you know, and that kind of thing. And that can be really difficult to start your day from a place of gratitude and intentionality because you're being railroaded before you even start. So that was one of the the changes that I made. And this was a change that I made prior to getting my mornings back. I would actually get up earlier and do this prior to getting my mornings back where I have two or three hours in the morning before I start my workday. I would typically get up between 4.30 and 5. My son would get up around 6 or 6.30 so that I, when I was doing the morning routine with him and getting him off to school, I would get up earlier and still have that time. Wasn't as long, wasn't quite as calm because I my head was like doing the mental checklist of all the things I needed to get done in, once my son was up. But it was still intentionally starting my day, not looking at my phone, not being bombarded with 105 questions. So. Consider how you want your morning to go and then put the systems in place to make it happen. If you want a relaxed morning, if you're doing the morning routine, pack lunches the night before, plan outfits ahead of time. I made a change this summer with with our son where he has all of his outfits laid out for the week in his closet. So all he has to do is get up and get dressed 
instead of us having like, okay, where are the shorts? Where are the shirts? Where's the shorts uh, or the socks and the underwear? Like it's not this whole thing anymore. He gets up, it's right there. We put it on and we move on with our morning. You're not having to hunt for anything. And then making sure that homework is assigned or returned the night before back in the backpack. And and I have a home organizer that I put his backpack on. These are systems. This is how I was able to still have some time to myself in the mornings and prep my mornings to be smoother when I was doing the morning routine. So when you think about your mornings. And if your goal is to have a more relaxed morning, then look at where you are getting bottlenecked, anxious, rushed, all of those things, and see what are the systems that you can put in place to achieve that relaxed morning. Again, it kind of goes back to like laying out clothes for you or your little one, packing lunches the night before, if that's something that you need to do doing homework the night before. So putting those systems in place is going to help you achieve those more relaxed mornings or whatever your goal is for that morning. You have to just simply figure out the system that works best for you. And then see how you want your work, your entire work day to go. What what do you have to accomplish? What do you want to accomplish? What is your team going to need from you? What is your business going to need from you so that you can serve everyone well while not doing it simultaneously. I feel like that is something a lot of us can fall into is we feel like we have to show up for everyone at the same time when that's simply not the case. What we need to do is we need to plan on when we are going to tackle certain things. So my system for starting my work day is I come in, I sit down, I'll open my email, my Slack channel, my Voxer, and my ClickUp. And that's going to give me an overview of who needs what from me to plan the rest of my day. Now, that does not necessarily mean if someone sends me an email or a Voxer or a Slack message that they need something that I'm going to do it right then. I'm simply figuring out, okay, what was on my to-do list from when I wrapped up yesterday what are people needing from me today? What is my business needing from me today? And where are the priorities for the day? And understand that there's going to be some things that are going to roll to the next day, or they may need to roll to the next week. As long as you're communicating with your clients, your team, and setting those expectations of to when, when something will be accomplished, or when you'll he- get back to them, or when you'll be able to get them what they need, then you're then you're doing it right. If you're going through a season of obstacles and challenges and you're not sure you can serve everyone as well as you want to, be upfront and honest with them. Especially when you're talking to your team. I had my son at home with me while working full-time most of the summer from the end of March through the second week of August. He was with me the entire time except for June. We had childcare that month. So I told my team, I said, listen, this is where I'm at. 
If you need something from me, let me know. If for some reason I don't get it to you or I'm slow to respond or whatever, don't feel bad or guilty or whatever to reach back out, to send me uh, a notification, to send me a a follow-up. You know, I have a lot going on. There's things we've got going on at home, et cetera, et cetera. I want to make sure I'm serving you. So I'm going to communicate, hey, my response time may be a little delayed. If you need something urgently, let me know. Or if you haven't gotten it and you really need it, remind me. And thankfully, I didn't have any one-on-one clients during this season. So I didn't have to set those expectations like, hey, life is crazy. I was able to just focus on, on the team, what the team needed from me, and then go forward from there. Do you have zero balance between your work and life? Are you losing leads because you're overwhelmed? Are you losing sales because you are constantly putting out fires? If you answered yes, then I would love to encourage you to join our Business Boundaries Bootcamp. This free, self-paced, four-video program is all about determining, maintaining, and implementing your boundaries so you can run a business you love again. Head over to the link in our show notes to sign up. And then once you determine how you want your day to go, then you can put those systems in place. Just like I have my morning or like my opening checklist of figuring out where I need everybody or what everyone needs from me and then prioritizing it, you can figure out what your system looks like for your opening and your closing. Take a look at your business and determine what do you want your opening checklist to be? What do you want your system to be in the mornings to make sure that you're serving your team and your business in the best way? And then set up the system to do it. So if you're using, you know, your your project management tool, you'll want to pull that up. If with wherever you're communicating with your clients and or your team, you'll want to pull that up. All of that fun stuff so you can get a handle on what your day is going to look like. And then once you kind of figure out your opening checklist and you've prioritized your day, then you want to do a closing checklist and you want to figure out, okay, what is the system going to be to go from, you know, I'm, I'm doing all the things in the business. I'm taking care of things. I'm in worker mode to, okay, now we're transitioning to closing the business for the day. We're checking off the list of, okay, I followed up with the team one more time. I checked my email one more time. I did X, Y, and Z to be able to close my laptop and end my day. This is just as important as your opening checklist because it's helping you transition from, you know, relaxed morning, spending your time uh, journaling or reading or going from like the crazy morning routine of getting the kids off to school to, okay, it's time to sit down. Now we're going to transition into work. This is the same type of concept. It's like, okay, I've, I've checked my to-do list for the day. These are the final tasks I need to do to wrap up. And then I can step away and feel good about stepping away. So for me, it's almost exactly the same as my opening checklist. I will open up all of those same tabs, see if there's anything I need to follow up on, see if there's anything that I need to, um, you know, put on my to-do list, that kind of thing. If I need to get a last response over to a client or a team member, and then I'll close down. And then I'll take a look at my task list and see what didn't happen that day. I write my task list a little differently uh, right now where 
Everything I need to get done for just about the week goes on the task list on Monday. And then I will prioritize them as the week goes on. So whatever I don't get done will be rolled to the next day. And I know there are a hundred different other ways to prioritize it. I like seeing my full task list day in and day out because if I get an extra spurt of energy or I decide like, eh, you know, I, I have the energy to work for an extra hour or work for a couple extra hours, then I can take a look at that list and be like, oh, well, I can go ahead and, and tackle this, this marketing campaign, or I can go ahead and tackle this newsletter, or I can go ahead and tackle a couple of these blogs. If I didn't have my full task list, then I'd have to figure out like, well, what am I going to do? So I'll create the task list for the next day. And then I'm, and then I'm done. And then I move into the rest of my day. And then you can go into the systems for your home in the evenings. That's just a little bit of the systems that you can utilize to run your mornings better, to run your the opening closing of your business better, etc. Now, the next type of system that I want you to consider is how do you accomplish everything on on your list? What is the system you use to prioritize, to time block, all of that fun stuff? I don't use the system often, but if I have a heavy task week, then I will sit down with those tasks and I'll look at my calendar. This is typically either like a Sunday night or a Monday morning task that I do. I'll sit down with my task list and my calendar and I'm like, okay, Mondays and Fridays are the days I don't typically have calls. So those are heavy content days. I love writing content, but it does take a lot of brain space for me to write really good copy. So I don't do calls on the days I do copy. I try not to do calls on the days I do copy because my calls take up a lot of brain space. So Mondays and Fridays, that's going to be my heavy content day. Those are going to be the days I'm writing emails, I'm writing blogs, I'm working on my social media content, all of that fun stuff. So then if I have tasks that are a mix of like content, copy, graphic design, podcast recording, uh, like writing numbers for the team, creating graphics, like anything like that, then the rest of those tasks will be spread out on the other three days of the week, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And lately, my Wednesdays have been pretty largely without calls. So I've been trying to block off two hours on Wednesdays for the podcast. While I batch record the CEO shift and plan season seven of the SBTL podcast. So then that gives me a two hour block. And then I can, if I need to run numbers for the team, that's like a 15, maybe, no, 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 it's more like a 10, 15 minute task that I can do any morning of the week. It's not a, it's not a heavy task at all. So I can toss that in on any morning. If I want to work on SOPs, that's a bit heavier. So I will take, if I'm going to work on one SOP, then I'll break it up into a couple different days and do like 30 minute blocks. So that I can really give it a chance to, I can kind of rough draft it, throw it on there, and then find like finesse it the next day. If again, if I have a lot of calls on top of a lot of tasks. So you you can systemize how you tackle everything in your business. 
and and looking at your calendar and looking at your task list and figuring out, okay, what takes the most brain space? Where does my focus need to be? Is there any task that I can roll to the following week that has less calls or less tasks so that I can get the high level tasks completed this week? When you create that system and you begin to see where you're needed and where your focus needs to be, it's so much easier to run your business day to day because you're going into each and every day with a plan in place, with the ability to look at your task list and be like, okay, I'm going to accomplish A, B, and C today. If I get thrown off, here's where my white space is, or I can, you know, or you know, I got thrown off, I can delegate this to someone on the team if they're available. If you're going into each and every day and just kind of winging it, then it's going to be really hard to feel like you're staying on top of your business, your tasks, and that sort of thing, because you don't have a clear plan to get you from, you know, point A to point B, especially if you are in a growth stage or you are sitting here and experiencing burnout or overwhelm or chaos in your business day to day, taking a look at your task list, seeing what you can delegate, what needs to have priority, and then planning your week accordingly will help you tremendously. There are plenty of other systems to think about when when running a business. So the other systems, I'm not going to go into like details of these other systems, but some things to think about uh, for your other systems is how you interview and hire people for your business, how you market your business, what, what graphics do you use, where do you market your business, what kind of copy do you have, uh, what time do the posts go out. Is there any engagement that you you know you want to do? That's a system or it should be a system. If again, if you're winging it, if you're just like putting things together or posting when you think of it, your impact could be less. So that's another area to think about. Your another system can be how you pay your team. If you give bonuses, if you do 90 day reviews, There are so many different areas of your business that become easier to manage when you systemize them. So if you feel frazzled, overwhelmed, burnt out in the business, take a look at your systems and see where can you streamline things? Where can you automate, delegate, organize in order to go from overwhelmed to a sense of peace and balance. Because if you continue to stay overwhelmed in your day-to-day business, you're going to feel overwhelmed when you close the laptop. Or you're going to feel like you can never close the laptop because you're never going to get caught up. So I hope this is helpful. I'm sure we will come back to this topic plenty in this podcast. If there is a certain system conversation that you would love to hear on. I would love to chat about it. I'm all about, obviously, I'm all about systems and making sure that you have them in place for both your life and your business so that you can experience balance. I will catch you next time and I hope you have a great day. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of the CEO Shift Podcast. 
It would mean the world to me if you took a few minutes to leave us a review on wherever you were listening to this episode. Thanks so much, and we'll see you next time.